Good morning, good morning, good afternoon. I guess that depends on where you are at in the world, where you are at in the United States. If you are in Texas, it is a little bit before what is considered afternoon uh, on this beautiful day. Wherever you are at, I hope that you are doing the best you can, at least in the process of making changes to savage your life up in the most positive way possible while holding yourself accountable as well as your loved ones around you, uh, keeping it real, uh, being true to yourself. Uh, man, uh, it's a beautiful morning here. Uh, maybe you can hear in the background the birds chirping. We have had some thunderstorms lately and uh, got a lot of rain, which tells me we're probably going to need it later. And uh, I got some other things to do today. And uh, I'm still anyone that follows my podcast, uh, shares it, subscribes, listens, uh, makes that known publicly or don't. Each and every one of you are very much appreciated. As always, I am very humbled and I value all, each and every one of you. If you do one of those things or all of those things, uh, in case you don't know, uh, for those of you who don't network and do these kind of things, I cannot tell you the power of sharing. Very much appreciate you listening, liking, any kind of... Uh, any support is support. All of it is value. Very valuable. It doesn't matter if it's the smallest amount to the large. Uh, there's, there's no such thing as too small of support. But I really need to make some people understand the power of sharing. And as you have heard in my other podcast, I know the reasons for people saying they don't share. But we all know that that's mainly bullshit. <laughs> uh, the only way that people can't or, or choose not to share something unless they don't believe in it or they don't agree with it or they don't believe in you or us or what you're doing is they're worried about what other people think. And, and, and all you have to do is go back and listen to any of my other videos, any of my posts on any social media platforms, my other podcasts, and you know what I think about that. So I'll just say it again. The only way you wouldn't support and share, if you believe in what we're doing, as many of you have said that many times in the past, we are not twisting your arm. That is not the way it's supposed to be. Your immediate circle and the people that you are closely connected with, you shouldn't even have to ask them to do it. Now, we do get behind on stuff just like I do. And I believe we always make it right as equal support. If you do not believe in what we're doing and you do not want to support us, then that's fine. I, we People like myself have no problem with that. But if you have said that and you have did it repeatedly over, and this goes for anybody, when sharing is free, the power of sharing is how you gain community. It's how you gain more listeners. It's how you get the word out. It's how you get your message out. If you cannot do that publicly, then it means that you do not. what you do is you probably support us on the down low privately and you have either took another side either way privately as well or 
it's what you do or don't do privately of why you can't support us publicly. It's just a fact. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what my relationship, what our relationship is with you. If this, you, you know, as always, if if it happens to you, happen to feel like you're the people that we're talking about, then so fucking be it. That's just the way it goes. Anyone that knows me knows when no one is off the hook and no one is off limits on that. You you may not have did it yourself, but you allowed other people to do it. The power of sharing is so powerful. It doesn't take anything. It doesn't cost anything. And you shouldn't have to remind people to do it when they know what you've been working on all along. They know how passionate you are about it. The only way that it would bother them when no one specifically is targeted, no one is ever called out by name, no one is singled out, is you feel like it fits you. Like I have said many times, and I will continue to say, if you hear some of these things from a celebrity, or you hear them from an athlete, someone has already had that platform on a much higher level. People think it's great. And you know, they, they're willing to support it. They're like, oh, this is keeping it real. We love this shit. This is, speak, speak, speak it out. Preach it, brother. Preach it, sister. Until you, it's somebody that you know personally in your day-to-day life, acquaintance, or you talk to periodically. And then you don't want to hear it. Sure, I'm. I, I, there's probably a lot of stuff that subconsciously maybe we've heard myself even. We've heard from other people and, 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 and use some of that terminology. Sometimes we don't even know you do it. You know, I, I, I've caught myself doing that and I've caught other people doing it with me. Like they, they know they heard that from me. They know they heard me say it years ago. And then I'll catch them at sometimes not only hating and criticizing, but then they'll also steal what I'm saying or what I'm doing. But uh, anyway, I just want to throw that out there before I got started this morning because uh, it's going to be a little bit later. But I, since the rain cleared up and it's a beautiful day, got a lot of things to do today. And uh, one of them is I need to. I'm never totally not training or working out. Right now, I'm just maintaining some races I had planned this month. As a matter of fact, I think they were this week, two back-to-back races of Spartan I had planned. We all know that all those things are canceled, which has made me kind of slack a little bit. I've been doing just enough lately, and uh, I think I, I posted some new um, 30-day challenges. Anyone that follows my Facebook page, again, not intentional procrastination, a new website and a new page is coming. The, those of you real close to me know about this. Look for this. This is going to be branched out. Uh, was originally by design from my brand. And uh, also, uh, video podcast is still coming. Hey, it's it's things are being worked on now. Uh, I have to have the right arrangement and have the right everything structured uh, for my household to be able to do this. And this is the format we have for now. But, it, hey, it might be next week. It might be two weeks. But I promise you, it's in the very near future. So let me jump right into this today. Again, for those of you who don't know, I'm Jason. This is Savage Mind Podcast. The brand is Savage Mind Designs. And this is about savaging up your life uh, and the people around you. So anyone that knows, listens to any of my stuff, me in person or the podcast, you also know what my mission statements are about. They are very profound, they are very provocative, they are very real, they are truthful, and there is no sugar added. They do not change to modify to make anybody comfortable. If you're uncomfortable, then you need to savage the fuck up. It's just that simple. So let me jump into that. Today's podcast is on settling. Why we do it, 
why there is so much of it, why is it encouraged in society, within families, within schools, within everything. And again, I never know if there's going to be a part two. More than likely when it's things like this, as I have said in previous podcasts, sometimes it involves so much content and so much criteria, there's no way there can't be a part two. And when I do, I'll have part two of whatever the topic is. But today, I, I, I think that this has been on my Actually, I had this podcast already ready a while back before uh, we're dealing with all the things in the world we are. So I kind of put this one on hold and touched base and did some topics that were very crucial to what's going on in the world and in, and in my life and all of our lives. So I, I, wanted to, I wanted to get back to this one, which is settling, why we do it, why it's encouraged, why it's taught, why it's drilled into us, and we often don't even know it. From our relationships, jobs, careers, our health, our fitness, financially, business, just in our lives in general. One or all of those things. And we never see it. You know, there's so much to cover on this. And again, it's settling. And I had to look at my life and things in the past that I've settled for. And we often don't even know that's what we're doing. We think, well, I'm I'm doing a little bit better than my folks or my family. And each generation is supposed to make it better than the next generation. That's a mentality. But you know what we often think that is? This, this is what I see. We often think if we're making a little bit more money and we have a little bit more material things. People don't. Look, these are things that y'all know, man, that people don't say. I'm doing better. I used to think that too. Because... That kind of mentality, I didn't even know was instilled in us. Depending on what type of family you come from and the, and the environment you're around, you think, if I'm doing a little bit, man, if I'm not going through that and I'm doing better than them, then I made it. What's fucking making it, man? You have more things materialist. I want to give my, this is another mentality. I, I remember I did this too with my two oldest kids. I want to give them a life I didn't have. I don't want them to have to go through what I didn't have, what, what I had to go through. And we don't even know indirectly that often means more money and more things, stuff. So we can compare it to our other stuff having friends. Yeah, money in some ways makes our life easier, but it, it doesn't always. And we'll talk about that later. It depends on the sacrifices and what we have to give up. But we are bred, taught, and structured to settle in this life. Some of us see it. Some of us don't. I looked at back the things I did in my previous life and when I was younger. Didn't you don't? Some don't even know they're doing it, or they've done it so long. Like anything, they don't want to self reflect and make the changes because they don't want to think about the time that they have wasted, and they don't want to tap into their own potential. So let's dive right in. I'm gonna do a little part of my mission statement. I mean, this is is. It's, like many mission statements and, and catchphrases I have, I had heard this somewhere else, and I'll have to look back through my notes to see originally who and where I heard it from. So I take some things and I rearrange them and exchange the words to make it fit to what, what I, my own personal, uh, personalize it for myself. We live in mediocre times. We don't even expect extraordinary things or extraordinary people. So we don't even look for it. So we celebrate, promote, and often endorse, endorse mediocrity of 
as some kind of hope that we all, that we will witness, feel, create something or someone that can be a version of a superhero instead of us making ourselves the hero of our own life and of our own story. That's mine. That's my personalized one. I heard it somewhere else and I rearranged it. I'll find my notes on it. We accept mediocrity often never tapping into our potential instead of feeding our abilities and talents we are taught to turn away and do what is easy it is so overwhelming incomprehensible in our minds and today's society to be great we settle for mediocre because of this it is so much fucking easier Read that, listen to it. It seems too difficult. But people don't even understand the mentality behind what seems easy right now. We don't want to go, we want the, re, this is what we do. We want the, re, it's like fitness or anything, taking shortcuts, whether it's whether it's steroids, whether it's plastic surgery, unneeded, again, we're not gonna, I'm not getting into specifics. We're talking about as in vanity or taking shortcuts. We want every shortcut in this life. Whether it's money, whether it's fitness, whether it's looks, whether it's material things, whatever it is, we want it without actually putting in the work. We don't want to go through that. It's kind of like you want to get out of a difficult situation, whether it be a bad relationship, a job you hate, start over, but you kind of want to keep the shit you got. You want to do it without going through that transition phase or period, but that's not how it works. We want the results without the work. So... It seems overwhelming to us, so we settle for mediocrity. Is why we do it, man. Like I said, relationship, jobs, health, financially, business, anything. Our people around us, our family and friends, settle for mediocrity. They would very much, they very much want you to do so. Maybe that's them doing it, or that's us doing it to them, or us all feeding off of one another, doing it to each other. If you really look around and pay attention, most of the people that we know, family, friends, acquaintances, are all doing basically similar things. And because we are doing it and they are doing it, we think it's okay. It's like, they're, do, y'all, do people listen to this and understand this mentality? Anyone that takes it as you're being cut down, that's not the, at all. Or what some people are going to take out of this that have an undeveloped mind or don't have a lot of self-education and do not study the same things that some of us study. What you're going to take away with this is why would we listen to a per- this when we have what we have? We have a bigger house. We have more material things. We make more money. Look, that's what when all else fails, that's what people go back to. And let me make this clear. Settling, settling in life and mediocrity has nothing to do with any of those things. But. That could, the financial part of it, and, uh, you know, being financially stable, being in a good position financially, and having some things you worked hard for, that very much money could be a byproduct of your passions and ambitions and creativity. Again, look around at your circle. Look around at everybody around, from acquaintances to family to everybody. Most people seem to be trying to just get through the week, to get through the day, 
because everyone basically is waiting on the weekend. <clears throat> TGIF fucking starts on Friday morning, Thursday night, whatever it is, and they fucking hate in life by Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. We all know it. We live for the weekend. We don't even realize that years and decades and often our lifetime passes by just trying to get through the day and get through the week. And before we know it, our life is more than half over, if not all the way over. And then the time has no longer exists. The opportunity no longer exists to do any of the things we talked about of basically wishing away the time. That's what we do. We, as people... We'll spend, these people spend our entire life wanting to get to the end of the week, the end of the month, get to the vacation, get to the holidays. And I don't think that we, and then we want the time back. Can't wait for Friday only to be hating, getting depressed by Sunday. A lot of times we revolve and there's nothing wrong with this. People hear me talk about this regularly. Do I like sports? Sure I do. But I don't revolve my life around and nor do I let it affect my mood or dictate my life. Whether the fucking Cowboys or the Texas Rangers or somebody wins. To me, there's, that, that, that that's, has no bearing on my life either way. Not that we don't, sports aren't a good thing to watch. Not that that doesn't make us feel good. But we often do this too. This is, let me, let, let me get off on the side real quick. We'll talk about this later on another podcast. And maybe I have in other ones. We often think that we are connected people by the same sports teams. We get together, we grill out, we have watching parties, Super Bowl, playoffs. Cow- We're in here in Texas, it's the Cowboys, uh, or it's the Texans. Well, I say this part of Texas is the Cowboys. Another part of Texas is is the the um, um, you have Houston and Dallas, and you know you have the Astros and you have the Rangers, whatever it is. And people get so offended when you talk about their sports team. It is so fucking ridiculous. And you, I had to tell, I've told more than one person. This is one particular person I told this a while back. They couldn't understand why this person put a knife in their back. And this person had been friends with these people over 25 years. And I said, I had conversation with him. This person came to me. And just to let y'all know something, you'd be surprised the people that come to people like myself and reach out to us privately. Some of the same people that have criticized us in the past see the value in what we study and what we do. And what we're about, and they would never be publicly about them reaching out to us and wanting to talk to us and needing some insight. Outside looking in, getting a fresh, different perspective. You know what? And we never put them on blast. By the same token, they better be careful about how much they attempt, again, attempt to try to criticize us on a public platform because we do not do that to them. Because these people often backpedal and they go back and eat their words later. So, let me tell you this. I had told this particular person, you've been around this person 25 years, watching games, drinking beer, hanging out. And there's nothing wrong with that. I've enjoyed a lot of those things in my life. And I started asking this person what they had ever conversated about outside of their favorite sports team. Pete, and this is what he said. This person had to go back and think about any real conversations they had. And what they went back to is when they're having games or they're having watching parties or they're drinking, they don't want to have those type of conversations. You leave those kind of conversations out, which I agree. There's a time and place for that. But, no, I also think only real conversations matter. I'm sorry, y'all. 
If you're that connected with your people and you're that close to people, then small talk is a waste of fucking time. Small talk is for strangers. And the reason people don't have real conversations is because they don't really want to deal with what they already know, whether within themselves or with other people. They don't want to confirm that the motherfucker they thought was hating or they thought would put a knife in their back is somebody they fucking call brother, that they fucking call friend, that they call family member. They don't really want that confirmed until it happens and then they already knew it. It was a person they had on their mind anyway. So he said, you know what? Man, I never thought about it that way. We've never talked about any of that. And I said, you're surprised because you had your favorite sports team in common because y'all took a lot of pictures together. I said, y'all spent so much time getting fucked up and just talking about those things. You never really knew this motherfucker. And let me tell you this on a side note. I got some people, and I've said this before, I dearly love that I know everything about them, was connected to them in every way, considered them family. And I, it only took a couple of real situations that were very minor to let me know where I stood after 30 plus years of family friendship with these people. That's all it took. And let me tell y'all, some of y'all know this as well. You know that if these people are put in a real situation, that they're going to fucking fold. And you don't. You don't do it just so you can keep them in their life. Keep them in your life. Let me jump back on this. People, your loved ones, your family, are uncomfortable with you leaving them and pursuing other interests, other passions, and other dreams, pushing for your success. It makes them uncomfortable, so then they make you uncomfortable. Listen to that. When they think that you're leaving them, they will often take jabs at you. You think you're better. You're doing this. And you know what? On a side, on another side note, if you, it doesn't mean you have to start acting better than people. Money, again, money should never change anybody. It never changes anybody. Situations like that only exposes what your real intentions were. The same thing of friends of convenience. Some people, it's only, it's only been convenient that they've been friends with you. It happened to work out for them to do something else. You see this, man. There's going to be more talking about this. Remember that. It makes them uncomfortable when you are separating yourself from them and you get focused. It is a mirror to them of what they are not and what they are not doing and how they have not took action on their life. <clears throat> how much what they're not doing and how much they they have settled for themselves and they like for you to be staying, staying in the mentality that you have settled for as well. Either way, they see you. Either, either, either they see in you what they aspire to be, wish they had the courage to be, and the confidence to be. And they do not want to see those things. This will either make them grab, listen to this, this is important. This will either gravitate people to you, often the right people, like a fucking magnet. Or it will be a deflection because they will feel threatened, and or they do feel threatened, it makes them self-reflect and look at their own life. And people do not like to do that. Self-reflection is very important, folks. Not living in the past. Self-reflection, self-evaluation needs to be done regularly. If you do not do it, you will wake up in years and decades have passed. And you have not did any of the things you planned except just fucking get through the fucking day in the week.
We are surrounded by people that are too weak to pursue their dreams and goals. And it makes them extremely uncomfortable that you actually have not only the guts, but the fucking nuts and audacity to do self to do so. Which what they're saying is, I fucking dare you to fucking go after your dreams and passions and try to be fucking successful. Who the fuck do you think you are? They may not say this, but this is what they think. And then they attempt to start making jabs at you, and they like other people that do the same thing. Again, universal message. People's job or their mentality is to get you to stop. They can't physically do it. They want to get you to stop you, and they do that by getting in your head. They want you to settle for the same level of mediocrity that they have. Misery loves company. Well, so does visionaries, success, people on a mission, people that do a number of different other things. It's not just misery loves company. All those other things love company as well. Listen to this. This is so fucking true. Your action on your life is the very threat to them and very intimidating. Sorry about that. Let me fix this. They know that you are starting to pull away and separate and reinvent or create the person that you not only can be, but are capable of being. You just start, they don't have to uninvite you. You start uninviting yourself without ever doing anything to these people. And they will create, listen to this, they will create a problem that's not there. And they will all of a sudden make you the enemy. Listen, again, Universal, say this a lot. Enemies and haters were rarely ever, if not at all, strangers. It's always people knowing you're people you're close to and when people don't have a legitimate position and they don't have a legitimate reason not to like you or hate you you haven't done nothing to them then they create things in their head and they make you the problem and the enemy eventually especially when you're in pursuit remember this especially i can relate to this at my age especially when you do it later in life they will tell you a number of different things Especially related to uh, age-related issues. You're too old. It's too late. You're not going anywhere. You're a lifer. You're stuck. And they laugh about it. And sometimes you kind of... I know I've done this in the past. You've known these people and you've been around them so long. They either like family or they are family. And they kind of suck you back in. You kind of think... It makes you start questioning what you're doing. And that's what they want to do. Because once you start eliminating this stuff and you get out of that, then you eliminate their fucking excuses. There's a lot more mediocrity and mediocre everything than there is the, the other levels. <clears throat> a little vape. Got to get a vape. My apologies. We are either going to take action on our life and not waste any more time. Or we are going to do what most things and most people do. Continue to play it safe because of fear of the unknown. We want to know the outcome before we do it. And that's why we don't make any take the risk. Or we feel like we're too far in in life. I see so many people I know that I actually love that are often only in their 40s and they've all but fucking given up. So we continue to play it safe. You know, fear of the unknown, fear of failure. 
of all of these things with and we don't even we don't even know this is what's happening but we seem to be okay that we are going to live and die with the regret of never doing nothing but settling our entire fucking life because the only thing that you can't undo is regret when people say they have no regrets it's bullshit you can have less of them you may not have a regret about a certain situation but no one goes through this whole life and doesn't have regrets i don't ever even entertain the thought of even believing that when i hear that people are so so many of us will stall hesitate and self-sabotage i've done it i, I didn't know i had done it till i looked back and reflected and evaluated things of the past listen that self-sabotage they do it with relationships they do it with dreams they do it with goals their visions that way they default back to what's easy and it gives them another excuse not to do it they're we are actually scared we might lose people that keeping them people in our life at any cost are more important than pursuing our fucking goals and dreams and passion so we allow them to do whatever at any means necessary I was thinking about this and another thing is you should not have to negotiate losing people in your life or wondering how they're going to feel about you when you're trying to be the elevated best possible advanced version of yourself that you possibly can be. I mean, think about that. No matter what your relationship is to them. It actually makes them uncomfortable because you're trying and attempting in, on, in the pursuit of being the best you possible. I'm sorry. I look back at some of the people that have been removed from my life. I didn't have to do anything except doing these things that we're talking about right now. They removed their self. It's a threat to them. They could be making more money, have more material things, whatever it is. We think that that's what it is, and it's really not. All you have to start doing is... Really pursuing, and I'll tell you where you really get criticism from, is when you are willing to give up comforts, when you give up material things, when you're willing to make less money because you believe in yourself so fucking much. Let me tell you something. If you if you believe in yourself and you are hell-bent on getting whatever it is your goals are done, that puts you in a very remarkable position. Above a, the... It, it, these are... Statistical percentage facts. It puts you in a unique position. If you believe in yourself and you're not willing to be persuaded or influenced by people who are trying to take this away. Now, don't, don't get, don't get this mixed up either, which is, I hear, I see this a lot. People's like, I don't want to hear no negativity. I don't want to hear that. Well, a lot of people get negativity confused with reality, which is a difference between someone who's negative what we really mean by when we want positivity is we want someone to tell us bullshit. I'm sorry. Go listen to any, go study any valuable content these days on this right here, what I'm about to tell you. And anybody that keeps it real and that is being legit and that really loves and cares about you is not going to tell you what the fuck you want to hear. They're going to tell you reality and what you need to hear. But a large percentage of society wants to keep people around that let them keep doing what they're doing because they're usually doing the same thing. We see it with a lot of our friends. They will run off the valuable people. It seems to be this is a lot in relationship as well. 
for our case, it's more common among women. It's the truth. They will, you can even see it on social media, the people that just feed their fucking enabling. They feed it. They tell them that they're there for them. Don't listen to people. Don't listen to the negativity. Don't get negativity confused with we're telling you the fucking truth. So, if you continue to do that and keep those people in your life, you will not grow. And you know whatever it is you're putting off, it is inevitable how it's going to end. So, we are the value, valuable people in your life if you're connected to us. And if we love you enough and we care about your well-being enough, we're not going to tell you anything you want to hear that is not good for you. So, understand this. These people that I'm referring to that have been removed from our life care and love about them so much. Could never not see them in our life. We did nothing to these people. Let me make this clear. But you have to be willing to lose them and let them remove themselves out of their own guilt. No, nobody did nothing to them. They're willing to go remove themselves from, their, from your life simply because they know they didn't want to hear it and they want to continue to either be in that bad relationship, fucking still be in an addict, don't want to hear the truth. They, 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 they're stuck. And you're not stuck. And when you get unstuck and you unfuck your life, you hear that? Unfuck your life. They want the excuse to stay fucked. So you know what? I'm making this clear. These people are no longer in my life. And they do not get reached out from by me anymore. I, you don't have to do anything to them. So you have to ask yourself, are you willing to stay settling for all the things that you are just so you can keep these people in your life? And then at the end of your life, or later, not even at the end of your life, have the regret that just because, you know what, and this is what, let me, let me back up for a minute. This often happens is everything that you're willing to do to settle for, you end up doing this only for them to let you down later anyway. And this is why you don't put these people in real positions. I mean, you don't put them in real situations because you don't want it, again, you don't want it validated what you already think anyway. You have to really ask yourself, if you don't have anybody in your life that throws the fucking towel back at you when you're ready to quit, that tells you, no, fuck that, that, that lets you get pissed, that lets you get mad, that holds you fucking accountable, that does not take that and you're willing to walk, they're willing to walk out of your life, that they're there for you not to enable you. If you don't have that person, I feel like for my loved ones in my close circle, I am one of those people. And y'all fucking know it, man. If you're listening to this getting pissed off and you've removed yourself from our life, you know it's on you. You know that. Doesn't mean we're perfect. Doesn't mean we don't make mistakes. My mistakes and my failures are... I can't... The list is a mile long, and I'm going to make some more. But when it comes to this subject, you know who you are, and it is very much on you. You don't want the face of the truth. You want the face of the people that are letting you do what to do. But you have to ask yourself if it's worth it, and you're willing to go your entire life or something that's happening that you lost touch with us indefinitely from now on, and then when you're too old or it's too late. Remember this. By the time you get some of these people back in here, I know for me, by the time that you thought you couldn't live without these people or you didn't want you, you couldn't imagine them not being a part of your life you're going to realize by the time that they want to make it right and they will the pride and ego gets in the way of so much that you're going to realize that your life has gone on without them in so many positive ways by the time that they want to make it right you're not even want to get you don't even give a fuck no more 
I got some people like that right now. If they tried to make it right, it'd be a coin flip if I even entertained the the the, the opportunity or uh, decided to even talk with them. That, that that's where I'm at because at one time I would have. Now so much time has passed, and not just the time, just working on so many positive things in our life and doing so much creativity that hey, I made the effort. You got to remember. Sometimes when you lose these people or you're willing to separate yourself from these people, some of these people don't come back or you don't come back. I'm one of the people I'm probably not going to ever come back. I don't feel the need to fit in. I don't feel the need that I have to go defend anything that I'm about. You need to ask yourself, is this settling more important to you just so you can keep them people in your life? If they're really your people, they really love you, then you shouldn't even have to make those fucking decisions. More to come on this, but let me finish up with this real quick. <clears throat> this is almost, I'm pretty sure when I wrote this statistic down, this was pretty close to ballpark. So I'm not sure exactly how it is. Remember this 90% of you, 90% of us as a society or more are doing things in life because they value someone else's opinion of them more than they do the fucking opinion of themselves. It always goes back to trying to impress. Wanting acceptance, hoping to get credit from people who don't value you anyway. They don't give a fuck about you really and you don't give a fuck about them. When you finally get to a point where you think you earned the respect, the admiration, and you are getting a knowledge from this people, they're not even going to do it anyway. You hear that? I've know that firsthand. The ones listening, y'all know that firsthand. You put so much into that. Then it's like the people look. Do you think the people that criticize you when you're getting started with something and you're doing something different, like say for instance, what I'm doing? Do you think the same people that criticized you poke fun, took jabs, hated on you from the beginning, were not in your corner? And people don't have to be in your corner. Like that little quote that says, I don't need you to believe in me, I believe in myself. I don't need a motherfucker to believe in me. But like I said, it's true. If you believe in yourself and you can block and drown that out, you're in a significant situation and it puts you in a unique position. If you have one person behind you, just one, then that sets you apart from most people. You just need that one person that believes in you no matter what. I have that. So I feel like I cannot be stopped. The only person that can stop me is me. I'm already successful. As of right now, it's successful because everybody measures success different. The failure, I mean, the fa the total failure, again, failures teach you a lot, but the failure would not be doing nothing at all. The people, what I like I just said, the people that you're waiting to get credit for, like I said, the people that criticize, take jabs, poke fun, hate, speculate, I always have something to think. Say, come out of the woodshed when you do something different. Nobody has a problem when you're doing the same things they're doing. They have all this criticism. Do you think they're going to come back and give you credit and say, hey, I was wrong. I shouldn't have criticized you. I shouldn't have took jabs. I shouldn't have hated on you. Do you think they're going to fucking do that? No, they're fucking not going to do that. That's why that what they think doesn't matter. What people's opinion of me is, is none of my business. What my opinion of them is none of their business. We need to really take stock on our life and see why we settle so much, folks. We have some of these people that we think are superhuman beings. They are. They are. 
very much, but they had the same, with the exception of very, very small percentage of people. They just got obsessed with what they were doing. They didn't. They didn't care what other people thought. We want to. When we say they have an extra special ability, for the most part, that we just don't have that. That they had God-given talent. That they had these extraordinary mechanics, uh, uh, abilities. Um, they have just different genetics, whatever it is, and that's the case for various. Some most of the time, that's not the case at all. They had an extraordinary work ethic. They did things different. They took a different path. They didn't, this right here, most of them didn't settle. So you really need to dive down deep, you know. I'm going to talk about this later with training with a guy I study a lot named David Goggins. For those of you who have never heard of him, he talks about this a lot, and it makes a lot of sense. If you listen to all this guy's disabilities, you listen to all the not he just came from a tough background that actual disabilities had reading uh, a reading disability, a speech disability, all these things couldn't swim, couldn't talk right. came back that his test as a kid even would put him as um, special education and you ought to see what this guy accomplished in life. And he's real big about that, which is I'm echoing what he's saying, which is things I've always thought and then you hear it that way, which is, I didn't have extraordinary capabilities. I became a madman obsessed with what I was doing. He goes, people want to say that I was the, all of these things because it lets them keep their limitations and their excuses. Y'all hear that? When we give that title and label to people, it lets us keep our limitations and lets us disable ourselves. So you know what? I'm going to go right now. I got more things to do today. This felt good. I got to finish up a little bit of material, and I got to do an afternoon workout. Plan to do it this morning, but you know what? I'm still going to do it. So in the meantime, uh, man, y'all keep it savage. Uh, Summertime's coming up. Going to be a lot of content during the summer. Uh, And whatever is going on in the world, we should make the best of. Summertime's my time. I love the beach. I love summertime. I love sunshine. I love cold beer. I love... A pair of board shorts and no shirt. I love no shoes, sand, bikinis, suntan oil, sunblock. I love the smell of summer. And there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. So y'all keep it real. Uh, Tell people you love them. Be nice to many people as you can. You don't have to take shit from no one. What people think of us don't matter. What we think of them don't matter. Uh, People's opinion and people's analysis of us is for them, not for us. And, uh. You don't have to take shit from anybody, but at the same time, don't hold back if you have something to say. Remember, target the message, the content, the action, not the person. Love y'all. Y'all keep it savage, folks. Stay humble.